You're listening to Greek AF Radio. Hey everyone, thank you for joining us once again. Today we have an amazing episode. I am such a big fan. Um, I've met our guest uh, twice. Once we was pretty detailed. The second time was very briefly. I'm sure a lot of people out there have met her or have come across her. Everybody knows her. Everybody loves her. But before we get to our guest, let me introduce my co-host, Fati Stamos. Hello, Fati. How are you? Sorry, I'm doing very well. I'm doing even better today because of our great interview. Yeah, I'm super excited. It's been a long time. Um, But you know what? Let us bring this guest on. Let us introduce you. Kalomira, welcome to the show. How are you? Hi, guys. Thank you so much for having me. It's really a pleasure. We do a lot of interviews. We we talk to people all the time. This to me is something that is uh, touches home because I'll just give a little brief history. Um, we did a uh, um, a charity event in Boston. And correct me if I'm wrong. I think it was 2007 or 2008. And you came to support uh, the the Philoxenia House of Boston, which um, houses sick kids from Greece and they, they kind of pay their medical bills. They pay for their yeah. family and also uh, the camp that it's associated with it. And you were so gracious. You came all the way, you flew in with your then husband to be. Um, and you did the show, you hung out with us, you talked to everybody, you sang, um, you, you had a lot of friends in Boston, if I remember correctly, which was cool. So, so a lot of people knew you already personally and uh, do, do you remember that at all? I really remember that charity and remember seeing all the houses. I, I was like focused so much on that. I thought it was such a great charity and what it was doing. And it was just, I do remember. I don't remember like all the details. And everybody yeah. that I just remember that. Like that, what a wonderful thing that they're doing to help these families. I just, that's what I remember. And and the, I remember the kids' faces lighting up when you came in. You came into the 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 house the philoxenia house before the performance yeah and you know we did picture guys we did all these things but the kids faces were so lit up and nice and i just thought that was such a nice thing and such a nice thing for you to to be part of and you know all these years later thank you again for doing that thank you and everyone that is part of that organization you guys are heroes so it's amazing and you know back then uh at that time period Things were so hot for us during, um, you know, the late 90s to late 2000, 2009, 2010. There was so much going on with music. You mentioned uh, Fame Story and all the concerts that were coming through. It was just a hot time for Greek music and Greek American artists as well back then. Yeah. Do you, do you, have, uh, do you have any, like, favorite memories? Well, let, let's just say, let's, let's go to Fame Story. Everybody knows Fame Story, the whole entire world. Uh, knows you from fame story you were like everybody uh everybody's sweetheart i think was the term right and uh, can you just give us some how did you go to fame story like what inspired you to get there did, did you like have this in mind for a long time was it something sporadic like what was it well i was you know my parents had a restaurant in new york long island and i was like working since i was like 10 years old and um i but i always wanted to be a singer like i was going to be a singer and i was that kind of person and i remember i had done long island idol uh which if anybody knows was 106.1 and i remember this gets to fame story 
but I was very determined. And I remember I uh, had to get votes from people online, again, voting. <laughs> and I went to colleges. I didn't, I was in 12th grade and I would go to colleges and pretend I'm a student. This is how determined I was. And I would ask, Oh, where's the computer class? And they would tell me I'd walk in the class and I would say, I'm so wow. sorry, but can all of you vote for me? I was that girl. That wow. was like, I'm going, I, I'm going to be a professional singer. I ended up getting second place. I was devastated. I was crying because I was like, if I don't make it by senior year or then I'm, I'm just going to focus on school as my plan B. So then, um, I started at Delphi University, got a full scholarship, um, because I played the viola oh. and my sister calls me and I was like, during my second semester of school. This is how it started. She goes, oh, my God, there's this show called Fame Story in Greece. You should go. And I'm like, Georgia, I'm a professional singer. <laughs> I'm not doing a reality show. Okay, I'm perfect. You know, <laughs> like, let me just bring over the, the, the VCR tape, VHS. I mean, you know, the old tapes. Yeah. And she's like, it's for my mother-in-law. Uh, and let me just, just play it for you. So she puts the episode on. And as soon as I saw it, I've always had this weird thing as a kid, this calm knowing. I know I kind of sound weird, but this calm knowing. And as soon as I knew it, I was like, I'm going to be on that show. Oh, wow. wow. I just knew it. I said, I'm going to be on that show. And that's the same feeling I had when I met my husband. I met my husband as a kid. And right when I saw him, I said, that's my husband. Really? calm knowing yeah it's a calm knowing anyway so i see the show and then i remember i looked up and auditions were like in like a month and i remember it was a tuesday and every tuesday we had pasta night in my and i went to manhattan for the audition i didn't meet gunari gunari was on the second audition because i love him so much uh but on the first audition i remember it was a tuesday i'm online i'm about to get my papers to like put my name in and everything my dad calls me he's like who is it with these black kids of this and i'm like i do everything for my parents i've done everything and i said to myself no i'm doing this for me and i closed my phone but for one second i was gonna leave but something came over me and I'm like, I'm doing this audition. And one other thing is for the name, I always went by Carol. My, my legal name is Maria Calomera and it was Sarantis, now it's Busales. Uh, but then I said, I'm not going to do Carol, I'm not going to do Maria. I'm going to do my real middle name, Calomera. And that's the first time I even started using Calomera. Oh, wow. <laughs> anyway, that's how it started. Just so you understand. So, 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 okay. So I, I honestly, I've read, you know, over the years, I've read a lot about you, but I really did not know. I didn't know if you were somebody who was kind of pushed into it or fell into it by chance, or if you actually, you know, excuse my language, busted your ass to get there. And it sounds like the latter is what happened. Yeah, I, I, I'm so surprised sometimes when I have friends from Greece come here and they like see me doing stuff. I'm like, what do you think I am? What do you think I'm serving? <laughs> I didn't grow up. My parents are two working hard class immigrants, didn't finish middle school, busted at, like I, and that's why my sister is so funny because she would get annoyed. She's like, these people don't understand how hard you work. I was not, I was working after school all day. I would go into my classes so tired and thank God the teachers, they were always so kind to me. And if I was late, they never put me down as late. Uh, cause it was just cause I was working the night before. I'm, I was that girl. Like I worked, I didn't go to house parties. I didn't really have a childhood. All I did was work. And uh, we had a tough childhood. That's another I, story. I gotta say, Kalamina, we kind of feel for you because we all have a similar upbringing as Greek Greek Americans, with our parents having restaurants that 
you know, our, our nights and weekends were with the family business and all of our non-Greek friends were out, you know, parties, <laughs> baseball, yeah. basketball, after school programs. But yeah. We well, that, that's the thing about Greeks. It's like you could be from any walk of life. If you're Greek, you're going to have a shared experience with other Greeks, especially Greek Americans. Greek Americans really do have a shared experience, whether rich, poor, uh, you know, smart, dumb, like whatever it is, you kind of have that shared experience. And that's cool. That's really cool to hear from you like you are a hard worker you're not you're not somebody who kind of just like fell into stuff or somebody just said oh would you like to do this and you're like okay sure you actually went for it you wanted it you were determined you put in the effort and i mean that effort paid off i mean you were like the biggest name i mean we uh in that greek scene at that time like you were it you were you were everything and that's and we really used cool. to run we used to run a lot of greek events and often enough your music was always part of our event. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much. No, it's been, I mean, Greece has completely changed my life. I'm beyond grateful because, uh, you know, I, I just, it was always such a strong dream of mine. And, um, you know, when I lost 106.1, that other competition I told you, and I got second place, I remember I was so determined. I was so upset. I was on my way to the restaurant in my waitress uniform. And I'm like telling my sister, because she was driving, I'm like, stop by the 106.1 office right now. And she's like, we have to go to work. I'm like, stop by that damn office. And I went there and I begged them. And they let me sing uh, America the Beautiful because they were having a concert. Anyways, my point is like, I don't take it for granted. I'm very grateful. But you know, I'm, I'm going to say this. Coming in second place, I don't, I don't consider being a loss. You may not have been first place, but you definitely didn't lose. I mean, I'm sure there was a lot of other people in third, fourth, fifth, and so on. So, I mean, I wouldn't, I, I understand your determination and I appreciate your determination because you need that determination. But on the optimistic side, I'm going to say you didn't really lose. You just didn't come in first. Thank you. Yeah. That sound, sound okay. <laughs> that sounds very nice. First place won a, I'm sorry, I didn't explain it. First place won a contract. That's why I was devastated. Oh, I see. And we got to sing at um, Summer Jam. So oh. when I lost, sorry, I just wanted to sing at Summer Jam. And that's where I met Beyonce's father backstage. I ran up to him. I'm like, you have to manage me. I'm going to be a big singer. But I had sung America the Beautiful. No music, no crowd, no makeup and hair. I was like, I have an old picture somewhere my cousin took. I was like, not experienced <laughs> at all. But that's so cool. for some reason, I like. All right. So uh, we, we, we did the whole um uh, fame story. And then, uh, let me just briefly, another huge thing. You represented Greece. You represented Greece in Eurovision, which again, you, we're, we're on a, we're on an interview here. So obviously I'm going to say good things, but I'm going to tell you this deep, deep, deep down. I swear that you were the best performance that year. Uh, not even because you're sitting in front of me. I said this many, many times since then. You were absolutely the best performance that year. Prove me wrong, somebody. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. That was like such a beautiful experience. And I'm so grateful that they voted for me to represent Greece. Um, that night, when we were first place for a little bit, remember we were first place? I like let my guard down because I was always I was like too scared to even believe that we could be first place. So then by the end of the night, when we were third, I was, of course, grateful. But I just needed to make because I was like crying. I didn't want to leave. They were like, come on, we have to leave the, the green room or wherever we were. And I'm like, no, this can't be it. We get a redo, you know. But then after. 
after like 24 hours that I'm like, all right, I'm really grateful. And it was a great experience. And that's what it's about. You have a platform to just, you know, shine on positivity and love and energy. But, you know, it was like so close. <laughs> was that, did, did you ever see that movie with uh, Will Ferrell and yes. Rachel McAdams? Was that any accurate uh, portrayal was, or was that just funny? It was completely, I, I felt like I was him. I'm like, <laughs> I just want to go to Eurovision. Because if the people didn't vote for me, I would never, ever, ever have that opportunity. And that's why my whole career has been based on the public. Like, they don't understand how much that they've helped me because it is show business. And show business in Greece is show business in America. It's all the same stuff. Oh, my iPhone. I'm sorry. It's all the same stuff that kind of goes on and happens. And they don't understand how much they rescue me because I will not get involved with the clicks and the like, yes. Like, if I can't, like, if I can't uh, go ahead in my career on my own talent and hard work, then, okay, I'm going to shut the door. But the, the public has helped me so much because, like, so many times when the people in the business were like, no, we're not giving you two extra minutes. I remember this one time when I was performing and Saki Devaz went the year after me. He mm-hmm. went a second time to Eurovision. And uh the producers would not let me have two more minutes of showtime. They only let me sing three minutes, which was it wasn't right because it was they were doing a thing for me. And I was like, I'm not gonna perform. And I would not perform. And it's not that I'm a kefalo, what's it called? Mm-hmm. The hardhead. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. not right. The principle's not right. At least honor that, you know, and then the public is the one that out was outraged and they got me the two minutes and then they gave me six minutes. Wow. You know, you know more power to you, Calamira. Never ever change that that Thank fierceness. Because that it, it really is it, it, it's a great personality trait. It's it respectable. Is. And you know, you need to fight for, for what's right and what you feel is best for you. And and that's what you're doing. And it's very respectable. Thank you. Thank you. Absolutely. So, so you had that experience. Now, um, I read also, um, we're going to get into the horrible topic of the pandemic, but yeah. weren't you in talks to, to represent again? But I think it was ju- when the pandemic started in 2020 or 2021, 2021, I think. Actually, both years, there's okay. been a talk for me to go back and um, either with Greece or with Cyprus. Um, and the one year that I did want to go, uh, we had a health scare in the family and I just, I couldn't, it wasn't my priority. The priority was my no. family. Uh, and then the pandemic hit and then something was going to happen last year, but then they wanted me to you know, put in my song. And I just didn't think I was right because Elena Papadis, you know, second of us and me, we all got their place. They got to go twice a second time with a Nathesi. And I mean, I did just as well as they did. I feel like the same courtesy should have been given to me. And I, um, I have a song ready and I flew in the most amazing team. I mean, they've worked with Jennifer Lopez. Like I'm talking about, we got producers from all over the world. Uh, and one of the producers has done multiple hits for Eurovision and we wrote this amazing song. I don't know if I'm allowed to say the title, but it's a beautiful song. It's about empowerment. I love it. And I have it ready. But at this point in my life, I'm just like, you know what? I can't. The back and forth is emotional for me, too. Because I'm like, is it going to happen? I'm going to do it. But then I'm like, oh, and then when it does it, I'm crushed. So I'm like, they know I'm here. If it's meant to be, it's going to happen. If not, I'm grateful for the time and history I had with it. Wow. Yeah. Well, uh, well, let me ask you. Um, so, so how professionally you kind of gave us a little bit of, of the pandemic. What about in your personal life? How did the pandemic really affect you? Because I know... 
as everybody knows, uh, you're a mom of three, right? Twins yeah. and a girl. Mm -hmm. um, and I know you're like super mom from what I see on your social media and stuff. Like you, you look like such a fun and great and, and active mother, which is so cool. Um, how did that really affect your like home life? Or was it something that was like drastic or was it something that's, oh, you know, we're just going to kind of buckle down at home and play games and whatnot? Like, how did that affect you? Well, it was tough because in the beginning, we didn't know how like contagious it was. And I was worried about the kids like mm -hmm. me. I don't care. But my kids are you know, and my parents and everybody and all the kids in the world, not just my kids. But you know what I mean? Yeah. Um. But we just actually my husband, we stayed home for two weeks. And then after that, he's like, you know what? This is a good opportunity to do a road trip. He rented an RV and we went cross country because, you know, you sleep in the RV. Yeah. We'd only like stop to go get some quick groceries. We'd cook in the RV. So we weren't going to restaurants and hotels because we didn't know about how contagious it was. It was one of the nicest, memorable family trips I've ever done in my life. My kids really enjoyed nature. I think it did them well too to be in nature. And America, I didn't realize how beautiful America was. I went with that Greece, Greece, Greece is the only place. But we have some beautiful places and we went to um we just went to so many places I can't remember. That's, awesome. that's that's cool. a brilliant, brilliant I idea. Yeah. Wow. I, I never even like thought about doing something like that during the pandemic. But that's 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 probably the best thing you could have done. <laughs> Yeah, because I would never do it again, even though it was so much fun. I would never do it again because it Why? was two and a half weeks. Well, because it's a lot. During the end I'm of the sure. week, like by the end of the trip, we just were like speeding back home so we can like all take hot showers. I'm like, <laughs> don't get out of the shower. <laughs> you know, but but the kids loved it because we were all sleeping together. And then we would do the campfire and then they would have the s'mores and we were hiking all the time. But for me, it was important for them to be in nature, but it was also beautiful. You know, Zion and Yellowstone and looking at the animals. It was like, I, it's a lot. I don't know if I would ever do like a two and a half week road trip again, but it was beautiful. I mean, I get you. I, I did a backpacking trip through Europe and oh I was young. I was like 20, whatever. And I was like, you couldn't pay me to ever do that again. <laughs> I take that experience forever and grateful for that experience, but you could not pay me to do that ever again. It was just, it's, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work to travel yeah. like that. Yeah. So, okay. So, so that's that's a great experience and and you know you guys made the best out of a bad situation which is great and, and very smart um so now what are you up to today uh what do you, you have future plans you have are, are you do you want to be in music are you do you want to focus on your kids is there anything like that sticks out for you to tell us about well my kids you know my parents again they were like immigrant parents like I'm sure your parents and everybody's parents uh and my parents were never home I was always home alone and I just felt like um if I was fortunate enough to be able to choose if I could be home I'm gonna be home um because I didn't have that my mom my dad was only off on Tuesdays and I just remember when he was off and he was picked me up it was like the, it was like Santa Claus is here this is incredible my dad is here like in the daytime mm -hmm. 30 at night he's kissing me while I'm sleeping you know 
Um, and I just, that, my focus is the kids because they're at a critical age where I feel like I want to just be around so I can, if they hear something strange, I can be like, oh, what, what did you hear? Well, let's talk about it. You know, we'll watch the evening news together because my twins are nine. My daughter is going to be six in July. But having said that, like, I think it's important to have a life and stuff like that, too. With music, I mean, I have uh, original songs that we wrote with that team that wrote the Eurovision song. I have about four songs. Three are, like, ready to release. But I don't know when I'm going to release yet. It's hard doing a career when you live in another country. It is hard. If I lived in Greece, I'd be releasing stuff all the time. They called me and they were like, are you interested in Matter Wars? And do the Matter Wars? I'm like... I can't. It's like two, because uh, then we change our whole trip for Greece. I got to go two weeks earlier. And it's like, it's a lot. So I mm. don't know. I don't know. Well, I mean, hopefully when you do make that decision, uh, you might let us know as well. Oh, I definitely will. Oh, geez, I definitely will. <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, it makes sense. I, I, if I have to make a trip to the grocery store, I'm like, oh, my God, I have to change my whole schedule. Like, so I, I can only imagine what somebody on your level uh, performing in front of so many people. And, and I mean, it's a tough business. I, I, I don't know personally. I just I've spoken to enough people to know that it's a tough business and you have to be a tough person. And I never thought of you. Again, I, I had that image of you, probably like a lot of people, this very sweet, nice girl. And, uh, but like, I no longer like fear for you. I'm like, this. if, if anybody's going to do it, this girl can do it. Like, she yeah. has that, that toughness, which is awesome. So good for Thank you. you. Thank you. Um, so, so sorry, Foti, go ahead. It's the New York blood. Ah, yes. maybe. Yes. Telling you. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> so, uh, so, uh, so mom of three, uh, any advice for, for first-time moms? Any advice for anybody, Greek-American moms or, or anything like that? Because I, I know I see a lot of good stuff that you do with cooking and with, with yeah, all sorts of stuff. Cooking. Yeah. I really, really love it. I'm big on the wellness thing because of the kids. They got me into eating better. But I really enjoy it. Uh, but what I would tell new moms is... Um, in the beginning, get as much help as you want because I know, like, oh, you want to do everything and have the house clean and do this and do that. No, no. Just when your mother-in-law comes over, even if she's annoying, get over it because she's <laughs> helping you with the baby and go to sleep. You know, it's okay. And this this thing that I feel like us Greek women, we, like, push ourselves. But be smart about it. Like, know where to push yourself. Like, I was like, you know what? She's going to do it different than I am, but just let her do it. You know, thank you to whoever is helping. So that and second, um just don't stress like people are going to comment to me in the beginning like because I was insecure I realize it now when I self-reflect like if people commented uh even on social media one time I posted a picture of the twin boys I was feeding them and I gave them iPads and I the I, I get a comment and it was like mean and right away I got insecure and I I erased the post because they're like you're giving your kid iPad radiation like that and <laughs> Yeah, I know. The thing is, though, um, you're going to always get comments. And now people give comments. It doesn't bother me at all. I, actually, I welcome it because I'm like, do I like that? Does that serve me? Does that help me? And if they don't, I'm like, I'm just going to skip it. But thank you for your advice. And no hard feelings. Like, I don't care anymore. So I was just like, D try to not care so much. Like, really, listen, maybe they have a point. It is radiation. Mm -hmm. You know, but then at the same time, you know, hello, if they only have one kid, I got three kids. Okay. 
if we're having dinner, they get an iPad. I mean, not dinner at our home, but like dinner at a restaurant. And it doesn't make me a terrible mom if they have 20 minutes of iPads, which they have more than 20 minutes. No judgment. But my point is, it's okay. You know? Yeah. And you know, that that's that's very emotionally mature of you. You, you, you said a few things that like really make sense. And you said like your mother-in-law is going to do something different, but just let it go. I know a lot of people have problems with that. They're like, they can't let it go. No, let it go. Yeah, you, you can't. Right. So that's, that's great that you said that. And then honestly, I used to uh, complain about people giving their kids iPads before I had a kid. Yeah. And then after I had a kid, I was like, Oh, iPad is not that bad an idea. (laughs) So like, I totally get it. And you're right. You're hundred percent right. Never let them bother you. Yeah. I got a question. Oh yeah. Well, no, not to cut you off, but you know, giving advice to, to Greek moms, what about, can you give any advice to those Greek dads that constantly make mistakes? <laughs> that would you know, help us. No, I, I feel like, but we all make mistakes, even the moms. I feel like, I feel like me and my husband, um, we just, we just talk about everything and it's like, oh, I feel like the key is to not, to take criticism well. Yeah. And it took practice because I was not the person, because I was like around, everybody was like, you know, they kiss your butt when you're famous and you're like, oh yeah, they're laughing at jokes, it's not even funny. But, you know, your husband's not going to do that. And in a minute, it took me a minute, like, what? this is it perfect what I did? My dinner's not perfect, you know? But I learned to be like, you know what, it's not perfect. And he's right. And one time he was like disciplining the boys and I cut in and then not in front of them, but then after he's like, you know, you shouldn't have cut in and I, I came in, I was like, you know what, you're right. I took a, the power away from what you were telling them. Uh-huh. And, you know, I heard something that I loved. Um, I forgot who said it, but it was fantastic where the wife was like, oh, my husband disciplines a voice too hard. And the guy was like, yeah, but do you love your husband's personality? And she's like, yeah. So she's like, so if you want the kid, the boys have the same personality, let him discipline them. Mm-hmm. And I was like. I'm going to zip it. I think it's important to know where to zip it. So even if the husband makes a mistake or the wife makes a mistake, I mean, I think more to the wife. I feel like I've made a lot of mistakes where I'm like, oh my God, I didn't know that. I didn't think that. It's just like, okay, let's just be cool. And like, we're all learning this and don't be so judgmental. Hey, don't be so uptight. Like, oh, I have to be like, it's okay. Like, oh, I forgot formula. Okay. We'll figure <laughs> it out. You know, uh, yeah. you got to practice to. I need yeah, a lot of practice. Zip the lip. Wait, go from both ends, not just the husband. Yeah, I, I have a problem with zipping, and you're 100% right. And take it from somebody who has a problem zipping it up, you're 100% right. Because you, you learn from experience, and I've experienced many times I should have shut the heck up, and, and you're right. Wait, <laughs> it's also forgiveness. I wanted to say before, my sister, I remember, she had a daughter first, Anastasia, and uh, I remember before I had uh, children, I was so judgmental, right? <laughs> We're being honest with ourselves, right? And I remember she had Anastasia and she brought her to like her mother-in-law's and I was coming over and she only had uh, socks on. She didn't have shoes on. And I was like, Georgia, you need to have your daughter. Look at the uh, blah, 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 blah. My sister, I'll never forget this, didn't say one word. After I had kids, I thought about that. It bothered me because I'm like, oh my God, she could have cursed me out and I my, I was such a monarchy's many basically <laughs> I'll never forget I called her and I said you are such a a high person because I, like I apologize my kids didn't even have socks that I brought them my in-laws I'm like just go in she'll take care <laughs> of me get out of the car like 
and I, like you see, and I think also you, I learned something from my sister. She didn't react. She just was like, when I told her, I'm sorry. She was like, no, don't worry. I knew you didn't know. You didn't have kids. Mm. And I was like, but that was so kind of you to just like, be like, you know what? Let me let this comment pass because she doesn't know. Good for well, her. I mean, you, her. you guys, you guys sound like you're, you're very well raised, grounded, uh, people. I mean, you, you, you've had a lot of fame and you're still, you still seem really grounded. Um, you stick to your guns, which is really cool. And, you know, now it's, it's, it's obvious why everybody had you as their, their sweetheart, quote unquote, because, because you are, you, you're, you're definitely swear you're, you're very well, uh, spoken. Um, you have, uh, you, that emotional maturity, uh, really refreshing to, to, to talk to you again and to kind of learn more about you and to hear all these things. So we appreciate so much for you taking time out of your busy schedule to be with us. And honestly, please, if we could, like, let's, let's talk to you again and let's, uh, let's do more. And if you, if you do uh, anything that requires any sort of promotion or whatever, please let us know. Um, that's what we do. So we're, we're behind you hundred percent. That's so sweet. And I'm very grateful. And it was such a pleasure. I always want to support uh, amazing Greeks that are, you know, going out there and doing different stuff and promoting and just, it's great for the Greek community as well. Sometimes I get annoyed because I'm like, you know, I see all these other cultures, which God bless them, but we Greeks have a lot to say <laughs> and give and do. And I think you guys are right. really re- great representation of that. So thank you as well. Thank you. Thanks again, and uh, and you you have to you have to tell your uh, your father in law that he knows my mother in law. <laughs> Don't forget <laughs> I'm that. Call him. <laughs> He's gonna be so happy. And uh, all our, our our love to you, your family, your husband, uh, who I have met was a really cool guy. Uh, and and um, just you guys are awesome. Uh, thank you again so much for being with us. We're gonna share this video and podcast we're going to connect people with your social media and your website and all that stuff and we want to talk to you again and thanks again Calomira for being with us it's my pleasure and I'm looking forward to it nice to see you guys likewise and and everybody out there watching and listening thank you so much connect with Calomira follow her we'll have all the information thanks everybody out there we will see you next time have a good day bye 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 bye